Hey guys, just a heads up. As you know, Brad and I don't normally refer to our own business. However, uh, being in the podcast, we felt it might be a good opportunity to put the feelers out there as we're looking to expand our business. Um, we're looking for an experienced Bridgie who's enthusiastic, passionate about the trade, and have exceptional diagnostic skills and workmanship. So if you reckon you tick the boxes and looking for an opportunity, we'd love to, for you to get in touch with us. Just go to the show notes of this episode, episode 21, and you'll find our email address uh, to contact us at the bottom. Thanks, guys. Now let's get on with the show. Are you looking for a resource to discuss all topics air conditioning? Well, you're in the right space. Join the Rawson boys as they discuss the hot topics and the cold hard facts. This is the Air Conditioning Podcast. G'day guys and welcome to another episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast where we discuss all things air conditioning, the hot topics and the cold hard oh, facts. facts. And walking outside today was a lot, oh, it's beautiful, a lot sunnier it? and chirpier, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was lovely. Nice spring weather. Fresh air, spring right? weather. Bring on summer. It's been so bloody cold and miserable for the last couple of weeks and then we've had exactly. blue skies. Yeah. Great beautiful. stuff. Went out for a quote and uh, didn't want to come back today. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Good but beer to, drinking with her. Good beer drinking with her. Um, in fact, that's not a bad idea, Brad. That's, that's a good idea, actually. We, we, we're just talking about that. Here's one we prepared earlier. <laughs> we're into one, so just excuse us for a second. <laughs> actually, that's, nice. that's good. Um, so what we will do, we've got a, a guest on the show today, and we'll get to him very soon. Um, but we're going to do a bit of a COVID update, as we normally do, Brad. Standard issue? Standard issue. So far in Australia, as of today's date, which I think is the 26th of August. Uh, yeah, 27th. 27th of August. Um, Australia has 25,205 cases. Uh, 20,095 have recovered with a total of 549 deaths. Uh, 156 new cases in the last 24 hours, Brad. 149 yeah. of those from Victoria. Yeah. Total tests in the last 24 hours is 71,703. New South Wales. Uh, well, Victoria's kind of seen the um, decline of numbers because of the lockdown. Yeah. New South Wales has is, is, uh, seen clusters growing, unfortunately, but um, nine new cases in the last uh, 24 hours. Five have been linked to a cluster in the Sydney CBD. Uh, and then, um, uh, three of the new cases are from the Sydney CBD Catasaws gym, bringing the total number of cluster to eight here. Mm-hmm. Globally, 24 million cases, 15.6 million have recovered, and 829, sorry, 821,909 deaths. So the message, Brad? Wear a mask, wear a wash mask, your hands, stay home, social distance, social distance all, all that, that stuff. stuff yeah. And uh, don't be an anti-lockdown protester. No, we don't like them, do we? No. The quicker we can get rid of this shit, the more we quickly can move on. Move on. Right? Yeah. So, and it's proven that it is working yeah. in, in um, Victoria. Yep. Seen dramatic decreases there. So, anyway, on with the show. On with the show. All right. So, guys, since uh, the inception in 2008, Ryan Ardle Air Conditioning has grown his business. Uh, has grown his business based on honesty, service, and expertise, with their main focus on air conditioning repairs, maintenance, servicing, and installation. 
not only has Ryan Arnold been running his own business, but is uh, also president of the Australian Refrigeration Mechanics Association, Brad, or Arma, Arma, as we know it well. And um, for anyone who's not familiar with Arma, go and check it out and become a member because uh, uh, the industry needs all the help we can get, correct? Without further ado, guys, I'd like to welcome Ryan to the show. Go, mate. Hi, mate. Thanks for, uh, thanks for inviting me on and uh, having me on the show, guys. No worries. Absolute pleasure. pleasure. Absolute pleasure. How's your week been so far? Uh, it's been good. It's, um, I hate to admit it, but uh, COVID's been one of the best uh, things happened to our business. So yeah, yeah. we've been flat out with everyone staying at home. So yeah, everyone's using the aircons more. Yeah. Um, we've had good financial support from the government. So yeah. no complaints from me. Excellent. an essential service. Essential yes. Service. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So for those who aren't familiar with uh, Ryan Arnold Air Conditioning, mate, could you just tell us a bit about how you started and where you are? Yeah, so my journey into the trade, or into air conditioning, started uh, working for a company called Advantage Air, just responded to an ad in the paper. Um, and that was just for a general warehouse position. Um, just uh, So they were, a, um, well, they still are, they're not in Adelaide anymore, uh, where we're based, but they're around uh, other states of uh, Australia and they do um, manufacturing of residential air conditioning products, ducting, outlets, zones, that kind of thing. Mm. So that's where I sort of worked for, I don't know, that was probably 1999 to about 2001. So that would have been, what, two, three years. Um, and then I sort of progressed through that, um, worked at another branch in Melbourne and did a bit of warranty work and then a bit of sales promotion for them. And that's what led me to move uh, from that position to working for another company called Climate. And then so Climate were a, uh, or they still are a um, residential and uh, commercial air conditioning um, supply and service and maintenance company here in Adelaide. Um, so I worked basically as a sales consultant there, as a design consultant selling and, um, yeah, selling and designing domestic air conditioning for uh, for people, small business as well as um, as yeah residential market. Um, so then from there, I sort of got sick of selling air conditioning, and uh, what sort of caught me out is that a lot I found a lot of the trades just didn't listen to the sales consultant and just did their own thing, and I always had complaints come back from customers. So I thought, well, I'm sure I can do it better. So I went and become a fridgey. So yeah, started my started my trade in 2006, uh, finished it just after four years because I took a bit of time off in the middle. Um, and then uh, one thing led to the other. And when you're good at your job, you pick up a bit of uh, work on the side. And uh, yeah, so about since 2009, uh, started my own business and worked on, worked on that because when I was uh, an apprentice, uh, in, the, in the trade, um, we, I worked for a commercial air conditioning company. So, because I was doing a bit of domestic air conditioning, it didn't really clash. There was no conflict of interest. Um, and a lot of the industry do that as well. So, mm. that's quite common. Um, and then, so, yeah, 2009. So, worked three years part-time in my business on the weekends and after hours. Built up a good client base. Um, and like you said before, Shane, you know, we sort of pride ourselves on um, service, um, personal service, honesty, um, and expertise. So I'm no claim to fame or, you know, know it all, but if I don't know it, I'll try and seek out the answers. So oh, yeah. that's our sort of, um, our focus. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Can I in 2012. Just, yeah. Can I just interrupt the, you guys here for a second? Sorry, mate. Sorry, I, yep. I reckon I've got a delivery, so I have to take it. 
So I've got I've got a delivery right now. Right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll just shoot out yeah, and okay. do that, and I'll uh, you you guys carry on, and I'll I'll come back in. in a minute. No drama. That's all right. Sorry. All right. Keep going, Ryan. Yeah, no drama. So in 2012, um, Shane, we we basically went out on our own, and then. Um, yeah, so never looked back. So we were trading out out of home, and then um, and then moved into a warehouse uh, two years ago. Um, we we share our warehouse with another um, fridgey, Robbie. Uh, he does more commercial um, uh, commercial refrigeration and air conditioning. So we sort of complement each other that way, and he sort of does a bit of work for me. I do a bit of work for him. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, so things are things are good at the moment. Um, so yeah, no complaints. So that's that's sort of me in a nutshell and how we sort of run our business. Yeah, well done. And so, so take <laughs> us back to that um, that time when you were you were selling with uh, Climate and Advantage. Um, do you think that's been an advantage for you to see both sides of the of the business as such? It it has it has. So like I'm a bit unique in terms of experience that I came into as a tradesperson. You know, a lot of people just join the trade and they don't understand about the sort of the, that side of um, relationships with customers and sitting down, the importance of sitting down and designing a, a system and listening to people's needs and, and have they had any bad experiences, you know, of air conditioning and that kind of thing before. Um, and yeah, it just gave us a really good um, head start in running my own business that I could design a system and, and sell a system as well, you know, so from yeah. a split system to a you know, to a ducted system or whatever, so. And that, that transition for you, Ryan, moving away from being an employee to an employer, was that an easy decision for you or was it one that you sort of planned um, for a while? It was very smooth, it was just gradual and yeah, like I'm still on the tools and I still think of myself, although I'm the business owner, still as an employee as well, funnily enough, so, you know, I'm working with the guys and, and I'm on the tools still, so. Um, it was a pretty of an easy um, transition, but you know, with being a business owner, you do have those uh, added stresses and um, challenges of uh, managing people and financial issues and dealing with suppliers and you know customers that aren't so nice, <laughs> <laughs> which we which we try not to work too much for. But um, you know, if we we make the biggest thing for us is that honesty. You know, if we make a mistake, we fix it. We don't try and pass the buck. You know, like, yeah. and that's got us a lot, a lot of uh, respect. I think that um, our industry, you would know, you know, is, is littered with um, people that don't take um, don't take responsibility and and uh, try and blame others and or don't yeah. fix the problem. You know. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, isn't it? We're probably going to lead down that path in a moment with the questioning, but uh, we do see a lot of yeah. that. Uh, unfortunately, with the licensing. Um, so, with um, how many employees you got working with you now? Um, so, we've got about five. We've got um, three office staff. We have a contract bookkeeper, contract accountant, contract HR rep. Um, then we've got two apprentices, me. Um, so, what's that? If you include me, so it's one, two, three, four, five, six. So it's six of us at the moment. And then we use a um, a suite of sort of contractors, you know, as well, electricians and other fridges. Yeah. Um, I'd say, yeah. And is that a comfortable number for you, or are you looking to sort of? Build? Um, yeah, I think we'll build a little bit on that, maybe sort of ten to fifteen maximum, you know, yeah. and then where you know I don't become too sort of distant from people. Like, I still want to be, you know, and we really try and task 
um, the team with keeping together and, and spending a lot of time um, together in terms of uh, after hours, um, team building exercises and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. So um, I think if you have a team bigger than probably about 15, it will make it too hard to do that, you know. What yeah. sort of stuff do you do? Uh, so the other day we did a cooking school. Oh, um, nice. Went out and did a cooking, cooking class in the afternoon. And then we come back to the warehouse and we um, turn the phones off and uh, did what we call a um, vision board. So where everyone sort of had their sort of goals and visions and cut out, you know, words and pictures, what described that. And we'd laminate it and they're sticking on the wall in the office. So every day it's a bit of a visual reminder, you know, why you come to work, what you want. And we try and make those goals happen for people as well. So. Yeah, that's good. It's brilliant. Good culture. Yeah. Good culture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's a, you've, you've got to have a good culture, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and in terms of um, your day-to-day, -day, Ryan, what, what do you and the guys do? Do you, do you doing sort of your all-rounders in terms of service and maintenance and installs? And yeah, so we're a bit of a mix. Um, I reckon we're about, say, dollar value, we're probably 60% install and 30% service even probably more like 70 and 30. But um, when it comes to the amount of jobs, it's way more service and cleaning jobs and maintenance and breakdowns and fault diagnosis, all that kind of thing. So the main reason we do a lot of service work is so, you know, we've got a foot in the door for um, replacement systems yeah. um, and even improving systems. There's a lot of time where, you know, you see a unit that's been installed, but installed poorly and then we can fix that, you know, and then yeah. the customers, uh, much better off that way. So, mm. yeah, that's the main sort of, you know, every day, you know, there's always a difference. We might do one install and three service jobs or all service jobs. So we didn't have an install today. We did yesterday and we will tomorrow. Um, so we're just going to mix it up and we run a calendar. So everything's all booked in. Yeah. Um, we do a fair bit of real estate. Um, we do a fair bit of real estate work as well. So we look after about 20 real estate agents around Adelaide. Mm -hmm. um, so they, they keep, uh, keep us sort of busy as well. Mm. And do, do, do you do much in the way of marketing? Um, so in terms of marketing, uh, social media, you know, we've got a Facebook page, an Instagram page and Twitter. I don't really use Twitter. Um, Instagram, we need to start using a bit more. I did have a marketing person doing that, yeah. but... Um, it didn't seem to generate much. Um, so it's just sort of, you know, might sort of, you know, train up one of our office staff to just do some posts every now and again. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, marketing, we just, uh, we do a bit of SEO um, work that's organic. So we do um, search engine optimization work on our website. Mm -hmm. um, but the website's getting improved slowly. So we've got a team. Um, so we've got a contract, um, marketing company that sort of manages our website, but also mm -hmm. uh, we're going to bring in another lady that um, can hopefully help uh, grow the, the website in terms of um, having it more functional. So in the middle of summer, what we're trying to do is direct our real estate um, uh, customers to our website, which will have handy videos and stuff. Yep. Um, got a bit of uh, inspiration from you guys around that. <laughs> so yeah, um, not sort of too afraid to put myself in front of a camera. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, you know it's a bit out of the uh, out of the comfort zone, but that's just what you got to do. And then just really small, handy, because a lot of the calls that we get are just dirty filters, resetting units, putting batteries in, you know, or just general education on that they're running too many outlets, or they've got the machine running too hot or too cold, mm -hmm. or you know. Um, so yeah, so we'll just uh, build build the website that way um, and uh, have it a bit more interactive. 
Yep. Yeah, fair enough. We found that that's been um, a game changer for our business, isn't it? Like yeah. In terms of the, uh, the videos and you know, channel and stuff. Um, you know, as you said, you get yeah. you get the, the very, very frequently asked questions that come in almost daily, particularly in mm. summer, about your filter yes. and about this, and I've got water coming from the outdoor or whatever it is. And it's just so easy to yeah. send a link to them and say, here's a quick video, just check this out and send yeah. it back in, you know, quite often. Exactly. It's all about... It's all about helpful content, you know, exactly. so you're giving away good content. Um, people are going to remember you and go, yep, let's go back to those guys because, you yeah. know, they're helpful. Yeah. 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 And have I think that's what the industry needs. You yeah, know? that's right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Dead right. Do you do much in the way of pay-per-click advertising? Uh, what was that, Brad? Do you do much in the way of pay-per-click advertising with Google? Oh, no, we did try that a couple yeah. of um, years ago. And to be honest, we found um, a lot of it was, uh, um, yeah, sort of, time wasting people um so we we would rank pretty good you know like maybe behind you guys but uh we would rank sort of maybe on the second or third page depending on what they type in yeah um yeah so just going a lot of yeah 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 and so we'll we'll have and then a lot of people around the local area want to use a local person so we'll come up on a geo location type thing um, so yeah, they'll find us that way. But yeah, we'll service anyone everywhere. Um, so we, you know, we've done jobs all over the state. Um, but generally, we'll go from you know down to Victor Harbour, right down south that way, Strathalbyn, Mount Barker, um, all up, you know, Adelaide CBD, you know, all the Adelaide suburbs, right up to sort of Gawler. Um, we've done a few jobs in the Barossa, um, and then you know out to sort of Gummeracka and that sort of way, you know, in the Adelaide Hills. So. Mm-hmm. So you got a fair spread there. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of, you know, because we don't charge it, we charge a, um, a what we would believe a, a competitive rate, but we're not real cheap. So yeah. we can spend a bit of time travelling to site. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we can absorb that. Um, and especially if we can, you know, if we're going for an install, that's great. Do you know what I mean? It's worth driving down. But just for one job, you know, we might try and sort of cluster them together or something, you know, yeah, to make sure. it worth your time. Yeah. And those, yeah. those, jo- those jobs roll when you've got to travel further, like your gunner acres and what have you, are they, how do you manage the warranty with those if there's any callbacks and things to help you? Yeah, yeah. So we try and push a good, decent brand if we're yeah. selling up in those areas, you know, because yeah. number one, it's going to be cold. And then number two, you know, you don't want to be called back, you know, for lack of performance or, you know, something that's, you know, just not reliable. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll push sort of a quality brand to those yeah. kinds of people. But yeah, we'll still offer a five-year install warranty um, and uh, yeah, reputable brands, you know, yeah. with good good warranties. So we, we, we've touched wood. We haven't had many callbacks. So, yeah, and I think that's part of the business model. You just got to go back, you know, yeah, like, yeah, that's right. and, and what, what we'll do is we'll say, oh, look, you know, when was the last time you had the unit service? And they'll go, oh, I haven't serviced it for six months or a year. We'll go, look, we'll come out, we'll do a service and we'll check the fault as well. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. so. Make it that, that one, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. And, and, and speaking of uh, brands, what's your flavour? Um, so we're not really aligned to any brand. We are a Panasonic dealer. Um, so we do a bit of their stuff. But we've, um, you know, Mitsubishi Electric, we're um, pushing Dakin, we're pushing... Um, we're pushing a lot on Toshiba at the moment because they're a seven-year warranty, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good selling point for us. And they're not an overly popular um, brand, so you can be a little bit different yeah, um, with a different brand. But, yeah, the ducted units are all Japanese-made, which is a good yeah. selling point. 
Um, their splits are really good, easy to use, basic controllers, which is good. And then we um, use like a Polyair product uh, for the controllers. So yeah. that's the AirTouch uh, 4 yeah. um, with Wi-Fi integration. That seems the way to go these days. How do you find um, the AirTouch 4, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. You have a few teething problems here and again there, but you know, we majority of the time they work real well. We've got yeah. one in the office here that we use. So yeah. um, that's always good. It's a good selling point. We, I just show them on my phone. I said, look, I can turn my office on and off. And they're like, oh, wow. And that's a good selling point. So yeah, we yeah. get a lot of sales across the line when you can demonstrate it just then and there. You yeah, know? for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, that's not the only product out there. Like, there's other products yeah, that like that on yeah. the market. You know, we just, yeah. you know, we've got the account through Polyair and that's what we sort of, yeah. you know, so you can't do sell you, everything. Do you use their own touch or do you just stick with your own touch force? Um, so then we'll use um, Air Diffusion's gear as well. So they've got like just a basic um, six zone system, which is quite well priced. Yeah. If we want to just do a little zone upgrade or, um, but yeah, we do use their zone switch or their zone touch uh, system as well. Yeah. Um, and it's sometimes, you know, if you're replacing a couple of zone motors, it's easier to replace the whole lot. Mm -hmm. um, and financially beneficial long term for the customer if two zones already failed they're probably gonna have another three fail in five years time so yeah why not get them all fixed now and have five or three year warranty you know correct and, and you're not yeah um, messing around with problems with air balancing and stuff are you, you can... oh that's exactly right it's great yeah. for that you know like you can just try teach the, the client that they can have that one on 100 percent or that zone on 50 percent and they can move the air around a little bit better you know yeah yeah, yeah. How, do you, how do you see you guys um how do you see yourselves with the uh, with your pricing as far as um, your ducted systems and so forth go. Do you think you're uh, um, sort of? A, so I think I, I think we're pretty competitive. Yeah. You know, compared to our larger um, competitors, you know, like Mannix, Climate, Right Price, um, you know, Gasworks, and and you guys. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think we're on the money. Um, yeah. So yeah, like we don't sort of seem to be shocked much. We don't get our customers come back. So oh, but can you do it five hundred dollars cheaper? You know, because mm -hmm. I think a lot of our customers are referred customers yeah so they might have got another check price or something like that but yeah we'll, we'll get a few tire kickers every now and again but yeah we just give them our standard price and give them good service and you know if they're after the cheapest price we can you know manage that that um you know that's uh, that budget a little bit by simplifying the system yeah. offering not so many bells and whistles mm -hmm. and putting in a basic unit um, but we're certainly not going to be undersizing air cons and that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's yeah. it's such a um, poignant thing to discuss because we, you know, when you look at how many times you just, you look at what someone's quoted against you and you go, how the hell do they, or why would they possibly do oh. it for that, that price? Yeah. yeah. And this is this problem that we, thing I see this thing is just slashing bloody prices. It's just a, so annoying because... You don't want to get yeah. on this, this this road to the bottom. We're all fighting oh, yeah, around. Yeah. yeah, it's better to nah, sell your business. To the yeah, let, let let others do that. That's what I say because yeah. you know there's no built-in warranty. There's no built-in after-sales service. There's no professional design done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like and it's probably the cheapest and nastiest. You know, ducting and it's you know like the install will be very poor quality. After-sales um, service. Be, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. There'll be up. There'll be callbacks and, you know, and then there's some bigger, uh, you know, no, we're not going to be naming names here, but, you know, fancy coloured vans that drive around and uh, they charge uh, exorbitant fees. 
and give the worst service and um, that's what gives the industry a bad name. Like, you know, we're all there trying to do the right thing and then you have these other bigger operators out there that are just after the massive profit and the poor customer doesn't know any any wiser, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's no future in in gouging. No, no. no. So hopefully, you know, people will wake up to that, you know, but, you know, we're not here to slander our, um, our opponents, but... It's up to us as, as salespeople and that to um, to educate the the end user, isn't it? To it is so that it they is. don't get caught out like that. And I think I think it the, is. Uh, well, like in large, I think most people, and even as a consumer ourselves, I think most people are prepared to pay a, a reasonable fee for reasonable yeah. service. Yeah, yeah. And it's, exactly um, right. No one's expecting to pay the gouging. No one, no one really expects to pay the the the, the you know monkeys but as long as we're sort of all doing something that's fair yeah there shouldn't be yeah. any reason to, to to go either either ends of those spectrum that's right no it shouldn't so it's just a weird business model i think going the cheapest way is people's way of just trying to get their foot in the door um but like i said before just the sustainability of offering that customer after sales service is not there i think they're just in there in and out try and get the quick sale and then move on and then try mm. and um, what would you say, like, move any uh, move any complaints or warranty issues to the manufacturer, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. For sure, yeah. yeah. Which probably brings... I'm sorry, guys, I'm just going to plug my phone in because it's yeah, right. flat. Yeah, so, I, thought <laughs> I thought you were going to the fridge the or something room. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was either that or the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, just now talking, now that we're sort of heading down that path of, of poor installation and, and warranties or lack of, and, you know, the, the cert two uh, issue, right, I think is very uh, dear to your heart and, and as yeah, it is, it is. For most members of Armour. Just tell us your, your view, please. Look, I think back in the day it had its position, but it's got out of control now. So my cousin years and years ago when it first came out, it was a 10-week course. He had to, you know, work under a supervised fridgy. He had to do several installs that had to be ticked off mm-hmm. and somehow it's come from from that level of training and it wasn't appealing to a lot of people because it was a big commitment and a lot of money mm-hmm. and not everyone was offering it in terms of training organizations to now basically every tom dick and harry who uh you know has an office can run a training uh two-day training course and it's not even you know it's less than two days you know like the practical yeah. element of it you can't train all the aspects of installing, designing, um, the considerations for service access and stuff, you know, for um, for that scope of work for it, you know, in that time frame. So it's, it's disappointing, you know, that it's got out of hand. And, yeah. you know, in Queensland, there's more certs to electricians and plumbers elsewhere than fridges. And mm. the amount of horror stories that we hear is just incredible, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, and then the problem is there's no oversight. There's no, um, there's no authority there to check that workmanship, to dob them in. Mm. So they just, well, there's work, you know, it's a free for all, basically. Yeah, that's right. so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think it's? Um, do you think we're sort of heading in the right direction as far as um, sort of getting on top of that, or are we are we are we no further advanced than we have I been? I think in the it's current year? form. I think it's a good question, Brad. I think it's yeah. current form. It, it it it's just going to stay as is. We need to replace um, and start a new license. Mm-hmm. So there's no trade based license, you know, for fridges. 
like you do with an electrician or a plumber exactly. that's state-based yeah. and, and issued by a state regulator. Yeah. So, you know, we have this environmental licence that's handled by ARC, Australian Refrigeration Council, and that's, um, you know, some, some say it's a good system, some say it's not, but that's um, another day. It's not but, really a um, licence for our trade, though, is it? It's, no, it's not a trade licence, no. and so that's the problem, you know, like, so... Um, we need a, a regulatory body that can um, license the trade properly to protect the consumer and the environment. Um, and the, the way that's going to happen, hopefully, is um, we've got some key players now that are um, willing to push that issue again. Mm -hmm. um, so ERA, Australian Institute of Refrigeration, Air Conditioning and Heating. Um, yeah, so they, uh, they did a survey and they made a position statement. Um, they've come out with basically... Um, a position statement based on some good key facts um, around that Cert 3 qualification needs to be a minimum for uh, an air conditioning refrigeration licence mm -hmm. and then um, you know, push from there in terms of um, accreditation for you know, CO2 or flammable refrigerants, that yeah. kind of thing. You see the endorsements or upskilling is what, what's needed. So for people that have got a Cert 2 licence, we could have like um, a phase out you know, like over a two or five year period yep. that, you know, they go, oh, yep, I'll, I'll um, upskill myself and do a, a three year or four year apprenticeship or, you know, do a couple of endorsements or whatever it be. Mm. Um, so they can get a qualification, you know, minimum qualification to, yeah. um, you know, to handle that, uh, that, that license as such. So yeah, yeah there's hopefully a good push for, for that, you know. Yeah, keep integrity in our trade, really. That's what we're Yeah, after, yeah, exactly. It? It is, it is, yeah. because it's, um, there's a lot of money to be made in air conditioning and refrigeration, and, um, you know, where there's a lot of money, there's greed, and where there's greed, there's, um, you know, there's, there's bad people, so, yeah. 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 So You're not in it for the right reason. Yeah, you shouldn't be in it. You're dead right. Yeah. Hey, guys, just a heads up. As you know, Brad and I don't normally refer to our own business, however... Uh, being in the podcast, we felt it might be a good opportunity to put the feelers out there as we're looking to expand our business. Um, we're looking for an experienced Bridgie who's enthusiastic, passionate about the trade and have exceptional diagnostic skills and workmanship. So if you reckon you tick the boxes and looking for an opportunity, we'd love to, for you to get in touch with us. Just go to the show notes of this episode, episode 21, and you'll find our email address uh, to contact us at the bottom. Thanks, guys. Now let's get on with the show. Um, so, in terms of uh, so licensing aside, um, what do you think makes up a good technician? Um, I think always willingness to learn, always you know, like don't be a know-it-all, uh, which uh, I'm sure you guys can agree. Being on our Facebook page, there's too many heroes uh, yes, in our trade, yes, yes. all ready to um, slam some comments down someone else's throat about uh, their quality work or what exactly. they know or what they don't know. Rather than it's, maybe um, uh, help giving him a helping hand, you know? Yeah, yes, that's... exactly. You know, hey, we yeah. do it this way, but, you know, maybe try it this or I would try yeah. this. They're like, yeah, that's right. you shouldn't be doing this or, yeah, they're just, I don't know. I call it the hero mentality. You know, yeah. we've got to be better yeah. than somebody else. So yeah. we're... Um, so always yeah, to learn. Uh, it is. So I think, yeah. you know, what makes a good technician is always willing to learn, always willing to help others, yeah. pass on your knowledge um, and uh, be honest. Um, you know, to the customers and to your fellow tradespeople. Um, you know, we can't 
pretend to know it, know everything. So, right. you know, I, I come across a problem and I say to the customer, look, I'm not 100% sure. I've got to go off and find out some more info and then get back to them, you know. That's right. And then present a case to them and say, look, I wouldn't recommend repairing it or, you know, let's repair this or these are, yep. these are your options rather than just go, oh, this is what needs to be done. That's right. You know, let's do it now type thing. You give them some options and, yeah, honestly. Yeah, you so. give, them, give them an educated um, assessment. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, and and at the same time, choice. you're not ripping them off by standing there trying to Google, you know, the issue yeah. or whatever. You you can yeah. come back to them and yeah, go from there. Or sign them up for a new system that they don't need. Or exactly you know, right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred sure, percent. You yeah. know, like the amount of times that we hear that you know all it needed is a capacitor, and they're saying oh the compressor's stuffed, and you know people are. And then, you know, the unit might only be like five years old or six years yeah. old. And, yeah. do, you think you know, that's, um, well, do you think that's just because they're, they're looking to do the upsell or it's just purely incompetence and they don't have the skills and shit? I think it's both. You're like, mm, I don't really know what's wrong with this. They don't have the skill set, you know, mm. and they haven't been trained. Mm. Um, but, yeah, something so simple as, you know, being able to test your capacity. If you don't have a, you know, a, a multimeter that tests capacitance, then mm. you're never going to know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> or if you don't carry a spare capacitor and a bit of trial and error, then you don't know. And, I think that's... Sorry, Phil. Well, and then, obviously, if they just look at it and just go, oh, well, I can't be bothered. It's just going to be quicker and easier um, to swap the machine over, and then they make way more money. You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say that's where I think that interplay learning would be good because it uh, gives it gives uh, guys a, um, a, a an avenue to go down and maybe do a bit of after hours training, you know. And if they're yeah. not if they're not sure of you know how do I how do I test how do I mega that compressor, you know, um, yes. go in and, and do that at night time. No one has to know they're doing it. Um, yeah, and uh, and make them a better technician as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's yeah. Skills, yeah. Be good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the willingness yeah. to upskill and constantly, you know, train is important. But if yeah. the training's not there, you know, then it's hard that's to right. do. So, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, but I'm yeah. always willing to, you know, bring on new staff with, you know, we have the capacity or train some people or give them some work experience and stuff. So, um, part of my role as president, I want to go and do some school talks to try and promote the the trade to yeah. school leavers or people, right. in, you know, considering what they're going to do after school. Um, we have a huge skill shortage in terms of new people coming through. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we really need as many young um, people wanting to get into the trade. As, as, and it's a hidden trade. No yeah, one knows. Is, for sure, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then, Everyone and then take them. That's right, yeah, exactly. And then we need a path to take them through to, to train them up properly. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. And, mate, in terms of... Um, when COVID hit um, at the beginning of the year, did that impact your business and how did you sort of handle that? It did. We, we freaked out a little bit. We just had real dead March. <coughs> you know, I was stressing a bit and said to the girls, like, we just need to be bringing people as, as much as possible trying to um, follow up on service work in terms of, like, you know, ongoing service for systems that were put in. And then at that point, people, you know, didn't want people in their house. So... You know, we, the phone wasn't ringing for new systems because coming out of summer, it wasn't a uh, early winter. It's been a cold winter, but it wasn't really an early start. So March was really dead. We we're really yeah. down in March. Mm -hmm. It just stopped dead like mm -hmm. within a week. Yeah, yeah. scary. And so, yeah. And then we got onto the JobKeeper, which was good. So, you know, hats off to the um, federal government for sure. making some quick decisions around that. And, you know, I know lots of people down pretty... Yeah. And I know, you know, you see 
poor Victorians getting locked down and, you know, any financial support a business can get, mm -hmm. um, you know, we pay enough tax in this country, a little bit come back is good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, as they keep saying, it's unprecedented times, cause for unprecedented measures. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, and I don't care, man. Everyone says, oh, what about the debt? I'm like, man, I'll pay an extra $2,000 tax a year if it meant I kept my business. Yeah, that's you right. You know, don't sell this by just put yeah. your hand in your pocket. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, need, we need businesses to survive country. to come out of this, don't we? Yeah, to employ people. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're the backbone, aren't they? Yeah. And so tell us, um, how, how did you uh, initially become involved with Armour? Um, it's quite interesting. So I just stumbled across the Facebook page, I think. Um, it was called Reclaim Our Trade back before we renamed yeah. it to, um, to Armour. Yeah. And... Um, um, it still existed, but the Facebook page was just called Reclaim Our Trade. And then I just started making some comments and sharing some posts and, and whatnot. And then um, Kim sort of just contacted me, our CEO, and just said, oh, do you want to be an admin? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds really good. And then so I became like an admin person of the page and then just, you know, just grew from there. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, the, the executive committee contacted me and said, you know, do you want to be more involved at, at an executive level? Um, they knew I had passion and they knew I, I loved the, the trade and I spoke to Kim and yeah, so before I knew it, uh, we had no uh, vice president at that stage. So then I was just basically voted in unanimously and I was quite humbled um, yeah. to do that. And then, yeah, just recently, it was about the start of the year, late last year, we had a meeting and um, yeah, now I'm the president. So wow. there we go. Cool. Yeah. Does it take a lot of your time? Um, I should be donating more time, um, but yeah, it is it is time consuming, and uh, I'd rather be on the tools, earn money to pay my staff um, to do the nit and gritty. So, you know, I can um, how could you explain it? Like, yeah, there's a lot of admin work around it and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, and, you know, letters to send off, and you know, people to contact, and brochures to make, and that kind of thing. So, I'm yeah. not good at that, but. When it comes to meetings and and you know I I you know regularly fly around the country and meet with different members and stuff, not mm -hmm. specifically for that. Like if I'm going to visit a relative or something, I'll then make an effort in yeah. that trip to, to catch up. So yeah, I went to Queensland only about three weeks ago and met one of our members, Barack, and he was fantastic. He took me out for the day, showed me a day in the um as a Queensland fridgie. So that was fantastic. Nice. Um, he showed, taught, taught, taught me some stuff as well. So really? yeah, I, I loved it. It was good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so can we, can we call you El Presidente? We are not worthy. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, lovely. Um, um, so, um, so what do you like about being a fridgy, mate? Um, I think the variety of work every day is different, you know, because we just don't do install like first fix work for builders only, you know, like you could be a fridgy and just run pipe all day long, but that's not us, you know, so, you know, it keeps the brain active. I like problem solving. I'm a bit ADD or ADHD, OCD, all those labels. So it keeps all that in check, you know? <laughs> 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 you know? The band's nice and tidy all the time. The, the tools are all racked up and all labelled, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm always, always tidying up the warehouse and stuff, so that keeps the OCD cranking work quite well. But, yeah, like, I just love it in terms of, you know, it's, it's a testing... Um, 
in terms of uh, weather. It's very testing that way. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I just like to put back and, and train staff. That's what I like. And, you know, like I said, I don't uh, pretend to be some kind of expert, but, you know, what I know I'd like to hand on, I think I've been pretty lucky. It's the sure. first, you know, job that I've sort of stumbled across, really, getting into the trade um, that I love. And yeah. I, I was at uni 10 years ago wanting to be a school teacher, or well, longer than 10 years. That was 2000 and, uh, 1998, so whenever that was, yeah. 20 years ago. Um, Crazy, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Your beard gives you away, mate. Don't, don't try and don't try and hide anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, I, I couldn't hack university study, and I didn't go too well at TAFE either, like real, with the real theory-based stuff. So yeah. I'm a hands-on person. Um, so yeah, I like watching videos and then you know trying it out. So that's my learning learning method. So mm. yeah, cool. Yeah, and looking further ahead, where do you see the the industry or what, what changes would you, would you like to see made in the industry? Yeah, so I suppose, you know, the two key things is proper licensing um, and proper promotion of the trade because it's such a hidden trade in terms of, um, you know, we do a lot, you know, from like fridges and freezers for medical to all your supermarket refrigeration, keep your beer cold, your food fresh, you know, like people's comfort air conditioning in terms of like chillers and big buildings and boilers and ammonia plants for industrial refrigeration, you know, then you got yeah. um, seafood, you know, production in terms of the boats that catch seafood and, you know, need refrigeration out in boats. So the, the, the trade is just massive and mm. we really are hidden. So we yeah. really need to get out there and promote the trade and be proud of what we do. Um, so that's a part of what Armour have done. We've done a series of four videos um, so if you guys haven't watched them, jump onto our YouTube channel and um, have a look at them. So you feel free to share them on your Facebook pages yep. and all of that. Um, and to anyone listening, you know, just jump on our um, Facebook or um, uh, there's a consumer page um, that uh, Armour runs. So you can join that and ask questions um, and people like myself will uh, answer them back. Does that, how, do you, um, how do you search? Is that just called Dharma Consumer Page? Or? Um, so let me just jump on. I should know this stuff off by heart. Put you on the spot. That's right. Uh, so it is called... Um, do, 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 do. This is called padding. Yeah, this is called padding right. in the uh, in the industry. <laughs> we're, we're filling in so precious time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> consumer consumer support for air conditioning and refrigeration Australia by Armour A R M A. Yep. So okay. yeah, people just search that, join that. That's so it's like a page. Um, it's not a group as such. So it's a page that people join. And then, um, you know, we've got a YouTube channel um, and then so our videos have been um, uploaded to there that we've done. So the videos around promoting the trade, what the trade is, uh, licensing. Um, so they're fantastic. Uh, we, um, yeah, all our members chipped in and yeah. um, uh, to, to bankroll it. And um, we've got a really good con uh, production company, 44 Gallon. Yeah. I think they called them, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, the way we way we went, we we'll wrote to the check script. Out. Yeah. yeah, quite informative, uh, short. I think about a minute to three minute long videos. So yeah, brilliant. Yeah, right. well, we'll put a link to those in our yeah. show notes yeah. as well for the episode. So um, mm. for uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Are you planning on doing more of those? Or yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, so 
um, one around sort of uh, safety uh, we do have, but yeah, there's other ideas in the pipeline um, uh, for other videos as well. So yeah, we've right. sort of got to look at that. And again, it's a funding issue. So yeah. we're not a million dollar enterprise here. So yeah, 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 we're all volunteers. No one's a paid official. I think people think that we're all, you know, fat cats or, you know, yeah. but yeah, the membership base pays, um, you know, uh, just for the general running of, um, yeah. The, of the organisation and, you know, when it requires um, promotion, you know, we use that money to promote the trade to government levels and that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Brilliant. And, and um, one last question before we uh, finish off, because we are just about yeah. out of time, mate. But um, no if you could hit rewind and go right back to the start, what do you reckon you'd tell yourself, give yourself some healthy advice? Um... That's a really good question. I think uh, get organized quicker, you know, like we're still trying to implement a, a scheduling program um, and it's taking quite some time. We've even had to uh, employ an IT person to do that. So I think structure and being organized and a plan would be really good. And, yeah. you know, just don't operate in chaos, you know, yeah. like yeah. it's just stressful and, you know, and it's too hard and forget and you know like if i build that customer if i've forgotten this and you're doing jobs for free and yeah. you know i remember like when we first started like i was sitting on the couch at three o'clock in the morning with my wife doing invoicing and having to get up at seven o'clock the next morning so yeah. you know we're past yeah. that now but that's you know like set up a proper invoicing program you know and have it so when you're on site you know you're yeah. invoicing from site you know yeah. so yeah. It might cost you 10 grand but Ooh. that is like invaluable you know, yeah, yeah. So that's what um, I would do differently. You know, yeah. What sort of what um, CRM do you use? Do you actually have um, something at the moment? We've looked at a few. Like we're using Zero as obviously our accounting and bookkeeping program. Yeah. Um, at the moment, we just run like a calendar, um, and then everything saved into that. And then we have a server on our computing system that the phones can link to. So if the guys need to upload copies of photos, yeah. We have um, paper service reports that the guys take a photo with. But um, that'll, you know, this information's here and there and it's all different, different spots. So it's a bit um, higgledy-piggledy at the moment. So we're looking at running with, we did look at ServiceMate, which is great, but it didn't sort of do everything that we wanted to progress the company down, down the track, like asset management and that yeah. kind of thing. Yep. Um, uploading photos, <coughs> running reports is going to be big for us. So, mm -hmm. you know, if we've looked at a customer's aircon for a few times and we said, oh, look, you've spent this amount of money. We've been to, you know, your house five times in the last two years. You know, you really need to look at upgrading the system or, you know, yeah. more and more we get commercial clients. You know, we'll be using um, a program called uh, Aeroflow. Oh, so yeah. it's very, yeah. very powerful. But yeah. yeah, it's very, very hard to set up and to, um, you know, it does a million things. And we only want to know how to do 10. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. you know, you've got to navigate through what you need. Um, yeah. But very, very good program. Very um, powerful tools when you get them, yeah, when you get them right. Yeah. Like, It'll take a while to learn it, but once you know, you like everything, you get familiar with it. Yeah. Um, it'll be good for business, you know. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. want to try and get that implemented before summer. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I've said that the last three summers. <laughs> <laughs> it'll make the world a difference. It'll make the yeah, world a difference. We've got, we've got Tradify coming on in an upcoming episode. Oh, good. That, yeah, that'll good. be interesting. Great. Have a chat yeah, to them. Yeah. And, uh, for anyone out there who, who may not have a CRM, they might be another one to consider. Yeah, so, uh, so yes. look forward to that chat. But, I think um, you definitely need to have a CRM. That's one of the biggest things, you know. It is. 
It's going to it save is. you. It's going to it's save streamlines, you. Streamlines, sure. you know, the you know the technician can do a lot more. Yeah. You know, and get a lot more value. You know, takes yeah, photos, sure. get serial numbers, and it's yeah. done, you know it's not paper based, but it needs to come back to the office, and then the girls in the office or whoever needs to do that. You yeah. know, it's it's cuts it's, down the labour side. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that's excellent, man. And, and look, well done for because um, it's not easy to to run a, uh, a, yeah, a business a and bit, being a part of uh, you know a group like Armour. I mean, it's a huge yeah. responsibility. So. Well done, mate. Thank you. That. Yeah. No, no worries. Yeah, it's, and, a, uh, it's a thankless task, you know. There's yeah. a lot of people that, you know, just bag and and stuff. But, you know, try not to let that, you know, huh. get you down too much. And uh, we just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. I think you're right. And I think you've got to, um, you know, if, you, if you're out there, like a key, like you say, keyboard warrior sitting behind there, sort of smashing keys going, you should be doing this, should be doing that. Well, get off your ass and do it yourself yeah. and make a difference. Yes. True. Yeah, exactly. Come on board. You know, if you, yeah. you can do it better, come on board. And you know? exactly. come, come yeah. a volunteer. We don't yeah. profess to be uh, radio jocks or anything like that. We're just two wankers having, having a go. Yeah. But um, at least you're doing you know, that's it. That's what it's about. <laughs> so, but it's about yeah. sharing. Yeah, part yeah, of yeah exactly. Yeah. Part of the group. Exactly. So. Spread the love. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. uh, Randy, you reckon we should jump into the next round? I think I can smell that next round coming on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so here we are. Keep it a call, hot seat, Brad. Here we are. Favorite time Again. around. Uh, and and can I just ask, is this uh, episode twenty? No. 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 This what is uh, twenty something. Twenty. Oh right. Jeez. <laughs> I don't, there you go. I couldn't tell you what it is, but uh, I'm, it's uh, early twenties. So I'm off the board. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. There you go. But, uh, I was going to blow my own trumpet then for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get this show on the road. Yep. You can start the clock, Brett. I will start the clock right now. Good day. Here we go. Uh, Ryan, if you were to write an autobiography, what would the title be? Uh, life. <laughs> nice. If you could be a superhero, who would you be? Uh, Superman, so I can fly. Nice. <laughs> um, if a song describes your work ethic, what song would that be? Uh, pass. <laughs> I'm not good on music. Oh, I've heard that one. <laughs> um, if you were a brand, what would your motto be? Uh, keeping it real. Nice. I like that. I'll wear that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, if you could sit with one celebrity or famous person for a chat, who would that person be? Elon Musk. Nice. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? So not not that, yeah. not for his looks, though. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> When you go on a holiday, what's the first thing that you would pack? Um, a brush so I can clean filters in the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everyone do that? <laughs> it's the first thing you do. <laughs> uh, now it's sanitization spray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we ever go on a holiday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's if uh, Hollywood were to make a movie about your life, Ryan, who would play the lead role? Uh, I reckon Nicholas Cage. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sure. There's resemblance there. Very much so. Or, Ch- or Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There All you right. Go. Um, if you had to choose one meal for the rest of your life, what would that be? Uh, oysters. Oysters. Um, <laughs> St. Patrick or natural? Not natural. Natural. Using yep. using a scale of one to ten, rate yourself on your weirdness. 
Uh, ten. <laughs> um, if you were the Prime Minister, what's the th first thing you would change? Uh, I would uh, I would ban cert too. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting <laughs> on that one. Uh, describe yourself in three words. Um, Hardworking. Oh, that's two words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and energetic. Good, okay. If you had a time machine, where's the first place you would go? Oh man, what a question. Uh, uh, dinosaurs. I'd go back and, and want to see dinosaurs. So you like three hundred years. Nice. Yeah. Name one, one, name one thing that everyone looks weird doing. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the brain's sticking Take over. <laughs> yeah, that's probably pretty weird. Probably prompts the next one. What's your favourite swear word? <laughs> oh, yeah, the S word. It is. Okay. Have you ever had a sick day when you're not? You weren't really sick. Uh, working for myself and uh, working for others. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mental health day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> nice one. And the final question, Ryan. Uh, your porn star name. Uh, Yomaro, Yomaro Shadow. <laughs> first street, first yeah. street, yeah. first street, Cleaning filters. I'm the weirdo cleaning the filters. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. Thanks, mate. guys. Well, thank you well done, for joining mate. us on the show today, mate. We appreciate you giving up your time, and uh, it's it's knockoff time, so you can you can uh, go and have a beer yourself now. Yeah, sounds good. I've got to stock the stock the fridge. Yeah, yep. beautiful. And um, so we'll take the uh, what's your website address? Yes, please. Uh, au. Yep. And if they want to get in touch with this via Armour, how do they do that? armor.org.au let me just double check that i'm sure it's not just .org it's .au um, i am very very bad at uh, promoting my own organisation aren't i <laughs> and you're on, you're on all the socials yeah um, so yeah we've got the facebook page there i think we've got it in, yeah armor.org.au um, yeah, we've got a YouTube channel, um, Instagram we hardly sort of use, uh, Facebook page, yeah. Perfect, we'll link awesome. to those and in the show notes as well. But yeah, for any fridges listening, if you care about the trade, you know, jump on board, support the only grassroots organisation that's um, looking out for the trade. Good stuff. Well said, well said. Thanks guys. Alright All right. awesome, thanks again for coming on. And um, to our loyal listeners, Brad, we uh, appreciate their... Um, they're being a part of our audience, I Very guess. Much. And um, keep the reviews coming, guys, because that does help our findability on the, on the charts. And uh, uh, that's, um, that's about it for today. Find us on the social pages. You know what they are. Yeah. Airconditioningpodcast.com and all that. LinkedIn, Facebook. etc. etc. All right. So until uh, next week. See you later. <laughs> Catch ya. See you guys. That's all for this episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast.
Be sure to stop by at airconditioningpodcast.com to connect with us, as well as on Facebook and Twitter, and join in the conversation. Until next time, stay tuned, stay positive, and stay cool.